Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Edward Cheney, the founder and CEO of Canafil, a manufacturer of CBD-infused products for human and pet consumption. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods for alternatives and complements to conventional medical treatment. Now, here is your host, Ed Cheney. Welcome, listeners. This episode of the CBD Ed Show, where we are tirelessly sharing what you need to know about CBD. I'm here with my co-host, Kimberly Rose, who uh, has been serving the uh, the CBD community for a number of years now and has lots of experience. And welcome, Kimberly. Good morning, everyone. I also want to say a big thanks to uh, Voice America, the Variety Channel and the Wellness Channel. Thank you for hosting our show. And listeners, thank you for listening and thank you for participating. As you know, uh, we try our best to promote an issue, and that issue is save the hemp plant. Okay? Yes. And save it from who? From those who want to take it from us. And that being big pharma, government, tobacco, right? They're all after it. Let's keep this one. All right. Listeners, today we're talking about CBD and pets. We chose to have this conversation today for the first reason is because this is uh, health and well, our, um, this month is Pet Health Awareness Month. Yes. All right. So, but we're spicing things up because both Kimberly and I have experienced many of pet owners whose whose pet, mainly dogs, has been most of our experience, who've gotten cancer. And we've watched them go through that entire cycle. And I'm telling you, listeners, it looks just as painful as if your loved one, uh, you're dealing with a loved one with cancer. Right. Well, because your pet is your loved one. Yes. yes. Right? Yeah. And, and yeah. So we're going out on a limb and we're going to talk about cancer today uh, with pets and how CBD might have an impact. And as usual, we pour through studies. We go through research. We call up people and we try to get down to the bottom truth. Expect that today. Okay. So what we want to start this episode with is a little bit of education. And here's, here's a big question that was asked uh, that we had to uncover. And uh, Kimberly, you'll agree with this, right? Who has an endocannabinoid system? Right. Now, why is this such a big question? Well, because folks, we, us humans, just recently discovered that we had an, endo, an endocannabinoid system. Yes, it's yes. not been long ago. So, of course, we don't know the answer of, well, what about the rest of the living things on this planet? Yes, and uh, I guess what we have found is that dogs, cats, hamsters, horses, anybody basically with a, do we want to say a backbone? Well, that is absolutely fair, but I can tell you this. I literally dug up a study, a peer-reviewed and um, and um, an accepted and published study on just this particular topic. Okay, good. All right? And I would like to be able to share that because it was certainly enlightening to me. Yeah. All right. So just real quick, this study is a recent one, too. Uh, again, when I get my studies, I only do Google Scholar or I go out to peers 
or any physicians I have access to. Uh, so this one was recent, September 2019, uh, health and topic of current concerns for companion animals. That's where, uh, that's where this study was based from. Uh, and a simple summary is this, and I'm just going to read straight from it and, and uh, be super brief. Our understanding of the endocannabinoid system of animals as its ubiquitous presence in nearly all members of the animal family. Right. Has and they further say has opened the door to novel approaches targeting pain management, cancer therapeutics, modulation of neurologic disorders, stress reduction, anxiety management and inflammatory disease. So that was their simple summary for this research. Now, the abstract on this research, again, just to make this full circle so we understand what what uh, where they were going with this is. The endocannabinoid system has been found to be pervasive in, in animal species. It also has been described in invertebrate species as primitive as the hydra. They also state that insects apparently are devoid of this system. Now, this system being the, what again, they're talking about the endocannabinoid system, the ECS, uh, provides homeostatic balance to the nervous and immune systems, as well as many other organ systems, period. Coincidentally, the phytochemicals produced in large quantities by the cannabis plant and in lesser amount by other plants can interact with it. Mm -hmm. All right, bingo. This is an accepted study that validates that the entire, entire animal kingdom as an endocannabinoid system, meaning, the last part of this, that the phytochemicals, cannabinoids, have an impact on it as it does with us humans. Because humans have an endocannabinoid system as well. Right. All right. Wanted to clear that up and substantiate it with some research so everybody can then start from there. Right. I feel a little bit more comfortable about CBD yeah. and their pets. Right. Whatever their pet may be. And listen, I there was a side of me very early going, oh, we know dogs. We know dogs. We've been helping pet owners with their dogs for over four years now. Yeah. But right before this show, Kim and I were talking and we're going, wait a minute. Some people have other pets. Right. Birds and snakes and, oh, my goodness, you know, rodents. What, what do we do? What do we do with mm-hmm. the rest of these animals, which caused us to go do this deep dive into, all right, who's got an endocannabinoid system? All right. So now, now that we have kind of cleared that up, and just a little reminder, why does CBD work on an endocannabinoid system? Okay, short and brief. Here it is. The shape of the molecule... That's the cannabinoid molecule. The shape of it bonds perfectly with the two receptors in the endocannabinoid system. And they, they, sh- they, they fit perfectly, unlocking both the messaging and the regula- regulating systems. And they help bring the body to homeostasis. Yes. When the body is in homeostasis, the things it's capable of doing are now present. Now, it's now able to do it. Right. Good. It's able to calmly address all issues in the body. Right. And I know we 
we probably share this, you know, more than we should, but it's always important, especially for our new listeners, that they have a good baseline understanding. Yeah. And, you know, what systems does your ECS, your endocannabinoid system, affect? Pain, inflammation, sleep, appetite, anxiety, and yes, you bet, today, even anti-tumoral. Yes. All right. Okay, but before we move into the what, the why, and the where, how about one thing that pet owners are super sensitive about? What is my veterinarian going to say? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think I get this question well, almost every time I get a new customer that comes in. Should I tell my vet? I'm, I, of course <laughs> you should tell your vet. Right. Yes, tell yeah. your vet that this is something that you are, you've either started uh, or that you're interested in looking into. Um, because, again, a prescription, those things are, they're just not good for the body. They're just really not good for the body. And, yes, they are helping in that one certain symptom, mm-hmm. but overall your body is not in homeostasis if you're taking a pres- prescription drug for mm-hmm. one certain thing. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. Yes. And there's, oh my God, there's so much research out on that. It's, it's a huge rabbit hole. Um, but, but let's go back to the, the veterinarian. Yeah. Hey, listen, both Kim and I, huge, huge animal lovers. Uh, we have uh, two big goldens, love them to death. We feel our pet owners, we relate to them. We also have children, so we, you know, I'm not going to just randomly throw stuff down my children's throat either. No. I feel the same way about pets, and we know you do too, hence today's discussion. Right, right, right. All right. Now, listen, veterinarians, they care. I, our vet clearly, clearly says, CBD, yes, absolutely. But that's in the quiet, right, right of a conversation between him and I. Because he is currently not allowed to do that. And more specifically, he cannot administer, he or she, (laughs) cannot administer, dispense, prescribe, or recommend CBD. Yes. And that's just due to the fact that there there aren't enough studies out there. And... um, and it's sad because the reason that there are no studies out there is, I believe it's because of the THC component in in the cannabis. Yeah. And it, because it's still considered a drug and, you know, we've been told for I don't know how many years that it is dangerous, that, um, yeah, studies are slow, studies are very few. Um, it You almost have to be like a... I don't want to say a, a big uh, corporation to actually even have the the nerve to do a study because there's so many pharmaceutical people and companies out there that are saying no 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 huh no you're not gonna you're not gonna do these studies so it's sad that everybody's hands are still tied yeah well and um, you know what's interesting is that uh, the humans are starting to come around and do studies and there's already a prescription, you know, that has, you know, an approved uh, prescription that has CBD in it. So humans are actually advancing quicker than the studies for the animal kingdom. Right. But 
What I've noticed behind the scenes from the retail side or from a manufacturing side is this. The humans are much more cautious, much more hesitant, but pet owners are not. I've seen a lot more pet owners run at this. Yeah, well, again, because... You know, you don't want to give your dog a pill. You know, yeah, I have right. customers that say, oh, yeah, my, I have a prescription for Valium for my dog for anxiety. Yeah. Well, let's try and do that a little bit uh, in, in a better natural way where they're not so affected. Yeah. Now, a couple of, a couple of tips here. AKC, Canine Health Foundation, is currently funding a study of CBD for dogs with epilepsy. Nice. Yes. Now, listen, they're targeting because it's easy to do a study when you target a very specific issue uh, as opposed to something broad. Um, Kim, can I ask you, how should our listeners have a conversation with their veterinarians when they have an issue uh, that CBD could have a role in? Well, I think the first thing is to always feel confident. Always feel like you know that you want to try this and you've done your research and you want to have, just be comfortable talking to your vet. About, First and foremost. Yeah, yeah. About any issue that your pet is but. having and that you'd like to, you know, talk about. Um, you know, I've heard many people talk about acupuncture. I've There's just so many things that alternative things you can do. Um, for dogs. Um, you also want to talk about, are they on a prescription? Can I start CBD if they're already taking this pill? How can I maybe work CBD in and maybe lessen that prescription? All of those things are something you should just, even with your own doctor, have confidence. Say, hey, there's this thing out here that I'm interested in that I feel is a little more homeopathic. Hey, listen, Kimberly, I think you're spot on because if I reiterate this, they cannot administer, dispense, prescribe, or recommend. They are governed by an entity said that you cannot do that. Yeah. Some of your pet owners are going to hear that and now all of a sudden be awkward about approaching them. Right. And that is not what we've seen veterinarians do. Veterinarians go, I cannot do these things, but talk to me because I'll help you with drug interaction. I'll help you with what I understand could be something that's relative around it, or I need to know this when I see your dog next. Right. So I love that. Be confident when you go there. They have a good feeling about it. They are just by their governing body, not allowed. Right. And I'm telling you, I see them all, and I see the angry look on her face. Yes. Yeah. So you are spot on, spot on. Um, okay. So we understand our animals have an ECS. Yes. Endocannabinoid system. We understand that CBD works for things like pain, inflammation, sleep, anxiety, uh, appetite, and such as that. And we understand that our veter veterinarians have an issue of the, from their governing agencies but are very, very interested and very pro-CBD. They just can't act on it. Right. All right. There you go, listeners. That's the first part of this. Now, what we want to do is we've kind of teed this up in this way so that when we come back from a break, this is when we're going to start our conversation about CBD's role with your pet and cancer. Yes. All right. 
Take a short break. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Live authentically. Heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at canafil.com. That's info at C-A-N-N-A-F-Y-L.com. Now back to the CBD Ed Show. Okay, listeners, welcome back. All right, this segment, we're going to talk about pets and cancer. All right, and both of us... Uh, really want to express that if you are currently dealing with that, uh, our hearts are out for you because that is tough. We get it. Yes. Yes, it is. It's very, it's a very long, hard process to go through. And I hope what we offer today is something that can be helpful. Yeah. We certainly will try our best and we will always be reachable. Uh, you can, you can send us questions, give us a call. You can do anything. I mean, all, all our information is, is easily, we're easily accessible. 
Uh, most, I think the easiest way is just have conversations with us on Instagram at Instagram uh, at Canafil. Yeah. Um, and then we can, you know, certainly we could share documents. We could do all kinds of stuff. So feel free to reach out to us. Uh, but really, we just want to say we express uh, that we have, we, you know, we have, uh, we feel you. Yeah. It's rough. All right. So listen, we already know that our, our, our pets have an endocannabinoid system. Mm-hmm. We already know that cannabinoids are known to be anti-tumoral. In other words, they will either decrease error and or prevent or get rid of tumors already known. Research has already demonstrated this. All right. There's another thing that we already know. If your pet has cancer, there is issues with pain, appetite, and inflammation. Endocannabinoid system is capable of handling those and taking cannabinoids like CBD enhances that, brings that system to homeostasis. So listen, there's lots of relevance and taking cannabinoids if your pet has cancer. Mm-hmm. All right. Now let's talk about this. So uh, there's been a few pilot studies. And what seems to be the thing that comes out of these over the last 13 years is there this, this ratio of one to one keeps popping up. Now, this is cancer in general. One to one, this ratio meaning CBD to THC being a one to one ratio seems to have the most amount of traction in these pilot studies. Why do I call them pilot studies? Because they're not all the way through yet. They're, they're, they're starting to, uh, to, to uh, get into the system. Uh, but I can tell you what's, what's stopping them from being, I don't know, mainstream. Right. Are a couple of these things that we're going to discuss, which is, by the way, annoys the heck out of me. Likely will be you. Uh, like we'll do the same for you. Anyway, listen, the, TA, the, the cannabinoid studies are slow because THC, which is one of the cannabinoids in the hemp plant, is still a controlled substance. Right. All right. Let's see what happens at the end of this year, November ballots. Uh, two, you know what we found out that really is bugging me? And that is, we found that the GW Pharmacies, okay? GW Pharmacies is the company that owns Charlotte's Web. Ah, uh, okay. They have apparently filed tons of patents on CBD formulations specifically to cancer. And what we found out is every time a research group wants to go study, they run into these patents and can't study it. Oh, geez. Now, that is very selfish. Yeah. Listen, listeners, when I, when I ask you guys to come on board to help us fight to protect the hemp plant, to protect it from being taken, this is an example. Right. All right. So it's not that, oh, I'd love for GW Farmers to come up with a solution, but they're not. They're holding all the patents so nobody else can. What is that by, in fact, doing? Nobody's studying it. Nobody's studying it, which is stalling all, the, <sighs> all of the legalities. The, the, everybody's not. I mean, there isn't one doctor, veterinarian, nobody. If, without a study, without a proven study, there's not going to be. Yeah. 
Yes, and social media seems to be the platform for us to fight. So if you see us posting hashtag protect the hemp, you now know why. We are trying to recruit. We are trying to get a voice. Right, right. Protect the hemp. And, hey, GW Farmies, not, I, I was not happy to see this. No. I mean, listen, it, it's a big world. We can all share it. You don't yeah. have to be the the big bully on right. on the on the top of the hill. Right. Okay. So, so we have been uh, recruiting human uh, humans uh, to you come onto our platform to help protect the fight. You know, just people. You know, humans wanting to protect humans. Yeah. All right, pet owners, it's your turn. Yeah. Jump on board. Help us out. Yeah, because it really it really is beneficial to pets also. Yeah. yeah. All right. And and again, what you can do is just be vocal. Social media is a good place to be vocal. Do the hashtag protect the hemp. We'll we, we'll know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, just be vocal. Yeah. Don't don't just let this thing. Share it with your friends. I mean, just and just talk about CBD with confidence. Yes, and I'll start. I'll start today because we dug enough to find current recommendations for cannabinoids if your pet has. Um, cancer. Now, preface a couple of things before I go into this list of recommendations is this. It seems that the animal kingdom is less tolerant of THC. Yes. All right. So a one-to-one ratio is not going to work. No. Perfect. Okay. Everybody just understand that. Animal kingdom seems to be less tolerant of THC. The other side of that coin is, is for cancer, you can't the cannabinoid profile has to have THC in it. It seems that the studies are demonstrating that. Okay. So you can't just pull this off with just one cannabinoid by itself. So no CBD isolate. Right. Just CBD isolated or CBD isolate or CBD by itself uh, apparently is not surviving any of the studies. Okay. All right. Now, some of the tips they shared with us were this. Um, know the cannabinoid ratios. Yes. That was super important, kind of follows what we just talked about. Animals less tolerant THC, got to know how much is in there. You got to know what the ratios look like. Where do you find this information? Kim, where do you find this information at? Well, I mean, it should be uh, right there on the product that you're buying. Uh, The person that is providing this product to you should also know the ratios. And it should also be in the... Third-party test, huh? And, and the testing, yes. I mean, all those things are, are it's knowledge. And I think uh, all dog owners or pet owners should do um, extensive research on anything that they're going to buy. Right. You know, the if you go to a retail store, they should have information on that product, either pamphlets, right. you can go to the website, uh, there should be test results for that product. There's just all kinds of things that you can do. Um, and if that person behind the counter doesn't have any knowledge or is just fumbling around, and then maybe you should maybe go either elsewhere or you should do some research on your own. Right. Listen, you care about your pets. Yeah. Joe's CBD Shack says there's X amount of CBD in that product. I ain't going to listen to him. I'm going to say, well, thank you, Joe's CBD Shack, where it's third-party test. That's what I'm. That's what they're recommending here. Right. Ask for the third-party test. 
super important because I can say all day long what I think is in my product. Third party means somebody that is not connected, unbiased opinion, scientifically, what's in that. That's what you want. Yeah. All right. And we've, we've, you can go back to past episodes and we clearly outline how to ask for the test, what to look for when you're looking at the test. So in, in earlier episodes, you can get that information or you can also go to canafil.com and we'll have that information on that website for you as well. All right, now that we have the first tip down, know the cannabinoid ratios, they are suggesting that you start low and increase over a three to four week period. Mm -hmm. What they are looking for is a tolerance because the animal's endocannabinoid system, we don't, it just seems like they're, they're different. They're mm -hmm. different species, they're different in animal sizes and animal breeds. There's all these differences. So to be able to deal with that, they suggest start low and increase over a three, four week period. Yes. And you let you bet in the last segment of today's show, we will talk about dosages to make that a little bit clearer for you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, then they suggest it. And you remember from my earlier statement that THC was an important part for cancer treatment mm -hmm. if using cannabinoids. That when you do start low and increase over the three or four weeks, consider this. Higher in CBD, but super low in THC in the beginning. And then build up over that three-week period by increasing the amount of THC and watching for tolerance. Yeah. All right. Tolerance, oversleeping, groggy, not moving around. And so what they're suggesting, if you can increase the THC until you find that tolerance level, back to your back down one, do, one adjustment, and that's supposed to be the magic spot. Mm-hmm. I know, I know it's super unscientific right now, but this is a plant. Right. And we are dealing with endocannabinoid system. So even Big Pharma, I'm sure, is not going to solve this. You know, this is, this is something you're going to have to really be in tune with your dog while you're doing it. Definitely. Watch all, for all the signs. All right. Okay. So, so what we have is we're starting out slow over a three to four week period, increasing the amount. And then we're also going to look to build up the THC from a super small low level to a higher level until we see a tolerance peak. Mm -hmm. Good. All right. And then they, another one is a washout period. All right. A washout period is something it's it, well. So what they found is that the receptors in the endocannabinoid system have shown characteristics of being desensitized over time, meaning you can now have those cannabinoids there, but it's not reacting to it. So what it, what they suggest here is every three week, weeks, take out the THC that you could take out. The CBD too, but the CBD has so many other benefits of you know anti-inflammatory, anti-inflammatory, and anxiety that they suggest at least take out the THC for four to five days. Huh? That's what they call a washout. Okay, and so about every three weeks, remove the THC for a couple of days, then put it back in, and just keep repeating that step. 
Okay. okay. Now, this are we still just talking cancer or? Just cancer. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. cancer. This yeah, is, because this... their symptoms are going to be much more aggressive yeah. during this stage than, than a normal dog who's just has some arthritis. Right, right. right. No, it's so much easier. Okay. And, and let's go ahead and talk a little bit about dosage. Uh, we'll take a few minutes on it now, and then, you know, we'll, we'll still bring it over uh, in our next segment. Um, <clears throat> Kim, can you start us out on a conversation about dosage, how you suggest it to your pet owners? Well, we always say, obviously, especially if you're brand new to CBD, mm-hmm. that it is one milligram to every 10 pounds. That's just the very, very low, just the absolute bottom range. You can increase if you are not seeing any results. I mean, you're not, you're going to see some results, but maybe you can see better results. And then you increase by a half a milligram until you can see what it is you, the place you want your pet to be at. Okay. Um, you know, is it, is, is she eating? Is she, you know, is she getting up and, 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 and being dog-like? Is she playing? Is she, is she having good um, bowel movements? Is she, you know, all those things that you watch out for your dog. Okay. Um, and then you just increase until you, you know, you get to a place where you're like, okay, that is a good spot. That's what, a good spot. What, what, what would you tell your listeners if I ask frequency of increasing? How many days? So, so you start them out at you know two milligrams. When do you do the first increase? I I would start. I would wait a good four or five days. All right. Get that. Get now. Dogs metabolize CBD f- quicker than humans. So, okay. uh, from what I understand, it only stays in their body about four hours. All right. Let's have a quick discussion on a forty-pound dog. Forty-pound dog. Oh, so, All right. Okay. So. So we're going to start out one milligram per ten pounds. So we're going to start this dog out on a four milligram, four milligram. daily dose. D- uh, I would do a four milligram dose twice a day. Oh, okay. Yeah, twice a day um, in the morning and in later in the afternoon. You know, whenever you feed your dog. You there know, you ours is what six and six. Okay. And then you can increase. Um, you can put another dose in the middle of the day or at the end of the night, depending on what you want to do there. Um, but again, it's just dependent on how your dog is. But I would give it a good four days before you go, um, I think they need more. All right. So what I'm hearing is baseline, Mm -hmm. one milligram per 10 pounds. Yep. Give it about four days, four or five days and increase at a half a milligram. Now, is that a half a milligram per pound or a half a milligram for the dog? No. Very good. Yeah. All right. Good. So we're clear. So what I got here is on a 40 pound dog, I'm going to be serving up four milligrams in the morning, four milligrams in the evening. After about four, after about five, four or five days, I am going to go to six milligrams in the morning, six milligrams in the evening. Yeah. Very good. Want to make sure our listeners had a good recipe there uh, to start from. Now, again, we also know that the dog cannot, uh, there's no, um, there's no risk of overdosing with CBD. Now, that may not be the same for THC, which is why we are super conscious with the THC. Now, if you are picking up a full spectrum CBD product from a regular CBD 
outlet, not a dispensary, mm -hmm. then you should be very confident that it has 0.03% THC or less, which is not enough to create this problem Right. with THC. Yes. All right. Now, if you go to a dispensary, things can change because they can go all the way up to one-to-one. -one. There's all there are much, much higher concentrations of THC. I want our listeners to be able to hear that. Yes. So because they may need that higher THC, I get that, right? Because when we were talking about raising the THC, some of the suggestions I heard were a one to five. Okay, so one part CBD to five parts THC. I'm sorry, I had that. Backwards. I have it backwards. <laughs> uh, five parts CBD to one part THC. Yes. Um, so if you go to dispensary, that's the only place you're going to get that. Yeah. All right. Right. And I, I don't, I'm not even aware if they have pet products at dispensaries. Right, I right. don't, I would think not. Yeah. Well, you know, so, so just kind of keep some of that math in mind. Uh, I think the less risky is to run at the current hemp version, which is 0.3% yeah. THC. Right. Uh, less risk for THC overdose. Uh, but again, I'll say it one more time, no risk for CBD overdose. Right. All right, right. that's already been, we've already covered that, already taken care of. All right, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we are going to discuss the when, why, and how. Yep. And you know what? We're not just going to talk about cancer in the next segment either. We're going to cross over to other areas and where CBD is shown to be very helpful with our pets. Okay, from one pet lover to another, we're going to take a break and be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Live authentically. Heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. Tune in for In the Black. Host Bob Dickerson and his guests take a look at Black America and its socioeconomic place. In the Black will discuss the positive issues affecting Black Americans, including education improvements, business growth, closing the racial wealth gap, activism, and more. In order for America to reach its full potential, Black America must do the same. Tune into In the Black, live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. 
hope you are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at canafil.com. That's info at C-A-N-N-A-F-Y-L.com. Now back to the CBD Ed Show. Welcome back, listeners. CBD Ed Show. Let's keep this conversation about CBD and pets going. This is... CBD Health Awareness Month. I, I'm sorry, Pet Health Awareness Month. <laughs> sorry about that. All right, all right. Okay, so we're going to continue with the roles we have seen pet owners use CBD for. And, and literally, this is the best experience we can give you, is watching over the last four years both why pet owners came in and that as they continue to purchase or as we've talked to them, uh, as they've gone through their practice of using CBD, how their, how their experiences were. So we're kind of com- combining all that and bringing to you this when, why, and how uh, from our experience with pet owners over the last four years. So that's kind of how we decided to do this last segment. So when would you consider using CBD for your pet? Mm-hmm. And... We looked at each other and went, wow, that is super easy for us, but it may not be easy for everybody else. Right. <clears throat> but we just don't have the awareness. We we have the awareness, and they don't have the awareness. Right. Or they're nervous, or they just don't see the signs. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go for the crazy ones first, and we'll go for the easy ones afterwards. Hey, we just, we just recently got past New Year's Eve. Yeah. And what happens in New Year's Eve? Yeah. Poor doggies. Fireworks, parties. Wow, our pets get crazy anxious. Anxiety out the roof. Man, they could leave. They could just cause issues, running away, all kinds of things. So, right? How about a how about that for a win? When should you use CBD for your pet is when you when you expect that they're going to be in a place of high anxiety. Yes, definitely. Fourth uh, uh, of July, yeah. New Year's Eve, even Halloween was a little stressful because you know your pet's not used to come trick or treaters coming to the door constantly. Right? How many pets freak out when you just wear a hat? Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So I always try and say, you know, about twenty minutes, thirty minutes before you know something like this is going to start occurring, go All ahead right. and give them a little CBD. Let's go to the super easy one. My dog is aging. And he has stopped moving around. Can't jump up on the couch, couch anymore or go up and down the stairs. Listen, that is the right time. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you from a place of lots of experience, lots of confidence in this area, if you don't nip that inflammation early on, it just makes things worse. Right, right. And we've seen it with our own pet owners um, in our own family. I mean, we have one that she, my mother, sees all the signs of her dogs. So she was right on top of it. um, And basically her dog, Cookie, has a knee that moves in and out. And Cookie's only four. And, um, of course, they wanted to put her on a prescription drug and, you know, yada, yada. And it's just in the one leg. And so we started a a five-milligram cookie twice a day. And she did that for the first month. And And how did it turn out? She says, yep, yeah, she's moving around. She's moving around. Now, cookie's gone down to one 
treat right. in the morning. She's not doing the, the 10 milligrams a day. She's only doing the five. And my mom's like, she's, she's got a, she had a dandruff issue. She doesn't have a dandruff issue anymore. And she's moving around. So good. that was a good. And I had a similar experience. And I just talked to this executive yesterday. And she had shared with me that she had been trying to convince her daughter uh, to use CBD for her dog. And because her dog's inflammation stopped, you know, moving around. And, and here's what she, she looked at me and she said, she finally used it. And it only took one dose. Yeah. And I went, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, I think Jacob, we, we, we talked about Jacob before who has a dog. It's just aging. You know, 12, 14 years now. Yeah. Listen, it's not about, I know I'm not going to correct this. I just want to make it easier on my pet. Right. Oh, yeah, we know that CBD is not a cure. It is not a cure, but it is going to help with the pain. And, the, and reducing the inflammation, yeah. which is causing, it shortens, it brings the issue to a head much quicker if you don't get a handle on the inflammation. And I, audience, I'm telling you, CBD, anti-inflammatory, done. Yeah. All, all done. There's yeah. no, you know, well, are you sure? No, no. <laughs> the scientific study's already done. Yeah, yeah. Right. And Doogie's moving around now. He's, yeah. you know, listen, know. he's, we know he's at the end. We know, but we're not, you know, he's not ready to leave. Yeah. And uh, we didn't want to put him on the steroids that the, the, the vet wanted to put him on because he is so old and really. Yeah. Um, so we started him with a 10 milligram treat in the morning and in the afternoon. Now he has moved up to two treats, maybe even, yeah, two treats in the morning and two treats in the afternoon. Right. Um, but he's doing better, so. Yeah, and we'll talk about the treats versus uh, oil drops too um, in just a bit. The uh, Let's get two more. We've got two more that I want to surface for when should you consider CBD for your pet. Um, how about anxiety? Anxiety is kind of a big one. So we talked about it, like fireworks and stuff. But what about what about the, the yappers and the you know they just can't stop some action. Some are yappers. Some are running uh, uh, the same path. Some are jumping off a wall, back and forth, back and forth, back um, and forth. Uh, These are all issues of anxiety. Lots of licking. Licking yeah. is also a form of anxiety. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that's all going to be something that you can help with. And I think you can even keep it at a low dose. You don't have to keep right, it at a high correct. dose. As long as you keep it consistent, yeah. that's the key. Yeah. And, um, and so remember, your endocrine system, uh, your, your endocannabinoid system, that's one of the things it manages. And CBD helps your, your ECS system do its job. Yeah, That's a, and, and anxiety is just, it's just a red flag in your body going, oh my gosh, ah, <laughs> right? help. And All right, my last one for the win is preventative. And there's two preventative items that have certainly surfaced in our experiences. One would be cancer. If your breed or your pet has uh, is prone to cancer, then you can start a regimen that is considered preventative. Preventative in two ways. One, gets that body to eat the homeostasis. That means everything is working the way it should. And then two, anti-tumoral characteristics of, of CBD. Yes. Okay? Yes. Um, that's, that's one of the preventative. The second preventative is, well, like we have, we have a golden retriever known to have hip issues. Hip issues, 
Yes. So why not work on the inflammation early on, starting in at three years old, and just start working the inflammation? Right. I mean, as well, there's many things you can do as a pet owner. There's food. There's, you know, yeah. exposing them to chemicals. There's many things. Um, I have decided to uh, put CBD uh, in their daily mm-hmm. regimen. Not a lot because they're not suffering from pain and inflammation. And um, knock on wood, I haven't seen any signs of any kind of a cancer or anything. Yeah. Um, but I just give them, I give them about, what, five, eight milligrams a day, once a day. It just enough CBD to keep it in their body and, and fight over it. Keep homeostasis going. All right. All right. Okay. So if, we, um, if we've talked about when... Uh, the next thing, the why is really super easy, guys. They have an endocannabinoid system. Right. Re- the, uh, the receptors within that system respond to cannabinoids. The hemp or the cannabis family of plants have an extremely large amount of cannabinoids in them. Yes. All right. Let's just say that's our why. Super easy. Yes. Okay. And we understand that... Most of the population didn't know that. We didn't know it. No. No, endocannabinoid system all by itself is new. Right. And they probably, as you can see, this this study that I talked about earlier, that was done just in September of 2019. Yeah. Like, oh, wait, other animals have endocannabinoid systems? Crazy. All right. Um, Hey, let's talk about the how. Uh, We first want to, let's have a fun conversation about the treats. So we, we have choices, right? So mm-hmm. when, we, uh, when we administer CBD to our pets, it's generally one or two ways. We either have a treat mm-hmm. that has been infused or treat it in some form with a certain amount of CBD, or we have a oil drop product uh, that comes in a bottle with some oil in it that has CBD infused with it, oil just being a carrier, and then a dropper, and then that dropper can be administered either on a food or treat or directly in their mouth. Yes. Okay. So those are our t- only two forms. Interesting that we discovered something, uh, again, through experience, and that is when uh, our clients were using just treats, dog treats, as their system required, you know, as their, their, the issue that we were solving, if it required more CBD what they were giving him were more treats. Right. Like, oh, he looks like he's a little bit more pain today, so let me give him four treats. And then next week, oh, he's a little more. And now you're giving him eight treats. And what's happening? Dog's getting fat. Yeah, and that's never good. <laughs> not for not for dogs or humans. Well, how about if, you got, if you're got you solving inflammation and you're getting We're getting heavier. heavier. Yeah. Right. yeah. All right. So we love the treat thing, but keep that in mind, mm-hmm. uh, that there's consequences as you're adding. Uh, CBD to treat them because remember you can't you can't get they, there's not a, you can't overdose on it so you can continue to increase it uh, so beware of that so there's two uh, choices there when you do give it to them using the dropper uh, the things that I've learned are this um, again you can put it on their food the treat or directly in their mouth yes they're not eating because there's an issue going on. Right. Or they just don't eat their food right away. Or something, right? Go ahead, put it right in their mouth. They're fine. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The uh, the other thing is watch the carrier fluids, or the carriers. Uh, so for dogs, MCT oil was very common. Yes. 
Uh, but for cats, MCT oil, not very good. So simply just do a quick research online, mm-hmm. find out what your version of pet can tolerate in their digestive system. It's very simple. Right. Uh, I'll give you what I know. Uh, MCT oil, great for dogs. Hemp oil, great for cats. And I'm only talking about the carrier. Right. That still has to be infused with the CBD product. Yes. Very good. Yeah. 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 And CBD, by the way, bonds to an oil. Right. Hemp oil, MCT oil, grapeseed oil. Correct. The most common is MCT oil because I believe it is the best uh, for humans. I mean, it also provides, like, it's an energy booster. It's it's just good for humans to to consume MCT oil. All right. All right. Now let's uh, let's go to dosage. Uh, and dosage, we're going to put in two categories. One is just, you know, just, just kind of therapeutic, preven- preventional, just kind of a daily regimen. Right. And the other is, oh, my goodness, my pet has this issue. Yeah. All right. So... Under the, 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 the regiment style of, you know, I'm just trying to keep my dog healthy and their endocrine system working well, state of homeostasis, that kind of thing. Okay, what's that look like to you, Kim? Again, low, low. I mean, they really don't need that much CBD in their system. If they're just doing a daily regiment, they're really just doing, you start at one milligram per 10 pounds. Okay. And can they back off from that they or can. adjust? Or? Yeah. I mean, because you're not, I mean, again, you're looking at a, a, a healthy dog. Yeah. It doesn't have arthritis. It doesn't have anything. You're just doing a preventative thing. Do you think there's a minimum? In other words, should you not go less than a half milligram well, per pound? I mean, or? I, I, at some point, it, it, you might as well not even okay. introduce it. All so, right. yes, I think one milligram. Is still a good start. Yes, per All 10 right. pounds is a good, is just a good baseline start. All right. Yeah. Okay, and then um, we've kind of discussed the dosage as it results as, as it is connected to my dog had cancer. Right. All right. So we discussed that you know kind of a three to four week period of building up to try to find a tolerance. But I think with inflammation and and injuries to joints and such, you know, I think an aggressive movement. Upwards and dosage is the smartest and the most the nicest thing you can do to your animal. Well, I mean, it's just uh, it's just like you. I talk to the humans. Okay. <laughs> um, you want to get that inflammation under control. If you can get that inflammation under control, then you can then you can start backing off. And you need a little bit more CBD in the beginning to get that inflammation under control. And then you can wean back, just like with my mom's dog. Okay. Cookie was in a lot of pain in the beginning. And now she doesn't need that much CBD because she just has that little bit in the morning and that's fine for her. Now, how much CBD is Jacob giving his dog? Well, yeah. on, a, on a daily basis. Now, again, Doogie is in a lot of pain. I understand. He is, yeah. And so he is up to 40 milligrams a day. He's 40 doing milligrams 20 a day. in the morning and 20 in the evening. All right. So, what I want to do is just give listeners kind of an idea where that he's about 50 pounds, I believe. Nope. He's about 80 pounds. 80 pounds. Okay. But, but still a little bit more than I would recommend. But, you know, we knew we saw 10 milligrams didn't work. Yep. We went to 20. Okay. We, well, we went to 15 and then we went to 20. All right. All right. So, there you have on uh, some guides for some dosing. 
Uh, again, I would love to continue any of this conversation. Dosage, CBD and cancer. I would love to continue this conversation on Instagram. Yeah. Feel free. Come bring in bring in your thoughts, your questions, your concerns. Uh, we'll continue this discussion there. Uh, I want to give thanks to Kim for your co-hosting today. Well, you're very welcome. I want to thank you listeners for participating and helping us with hashtag save the hemp. Protect the hemp. And thank you. <laughs> hashtag protect the hemp. And I want to thank Voice America for giving us uh, this platform in which to share all this wonderful information about CBD to our listeners. Yes. When we come back next week, you guys are going to be excited because it's Friday, it's Valentine's Day, and yes, sex is on the agenda. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so make sure you tune in next week for our show on Valentine's Day where we talk about sex, fertility, and CBD. All right, and stay tuned because I'm pretty sure that Ryan's got a great show planned up next here on the Variety Channel with Fourth America. And this is CBD Ed Show with me, Ed Cheney, and Kimberly Rose. And until we talk to you next, have Thank you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Edward Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be here soon.